weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. This is the Mental Mastery Alliance. Today, I want to talk to you. How much fun was last week's show? Or, sorry, Monday's show. Man, Jason is one hell of a guest, eh? Jeez, I can't wait to have him back on the show, man. I sat there, I was listening to him, he was doing his thing. And I tend to get animated sometimes. I don't know if you noticed. I put some pump into Whatever it is I'm saying, doing, thinking, acting. He just sat there, man, the whole time. Super chill. Super laid back. And he had all these answers. He had so many answers. He had so much more to give. We actually went on for, I think, 20 minutes after we went off. And I'm like, man, we should have been recording this. We, I just wasn't. But he's coming back. So we, we're definitely going to have him back on the show. What a, what a great show. I, quite possibly my favorite of all the shows. And, you know, some people will say, oh, you say that about all of them. But, man, I had fun. I personally had fun sitting there, getting to know him, meeting him, creating that episode. Episode 215 was a really fun episode for me, the creator. <laughs> Which brings me into what we're talking about today. Quantum creation. I love this quantum creation. So... When we talk about conspiracy theories and when we talk about the things that we're not allowed to talk about, it's funny because the minds and the world will shut you down. And when you get into a spot where everybody's shutting you down, and if you think about this, if you think about the absurdity of being shut down for having an idea, how would anything ever be created? How would we get into a spot where something new could come about if all ideas that were shut down were accepted? I accept your disapproval of my idea. Nothing would. So it's the dreamers, the thinkers, the actors, the doers that create the world that we live in? Or is it that we're observing them create the world that we're living in? That creates the world that we're living in. Brings new meaning to the whole what comes first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. People will say the egg came first because dinosaurs laid eggs. Who told you that? I don't know. I don't know. Why do I accept the things I accept? I don't know. Why do I allow certain things to define me? I don't know. But why do I openly shit on anyone who's got an opinion about something that I know nothing about? I don't know. It's fascinating. I don't do any of that. But I mean, I was speaking in sort of third party with regards to what society might do. Anyone that you may talk to. 
that doesn't understand what you're saying thinks you're crazy. And here's the really cool part about them thinking you're crazy. You get to explain to them why you're not. And in doing so, you're not actually explaining anything to them. Rather, you're explaining it to yourself and you're putting it out into the ethos. You are stating it out there. Allow myself to explain perhaps where I came from on this topic. Allows you to understand the topic a little bit better. Allows you to see things a little bit better, a little bit more clear. The more you talk about something, the more you understand something. This is also why I say to everybody out there, I 100% support you having a podcast. Because as it sits right here, I am speaking into a microphone. If I didn't have this podcast, there's nobody in the room with me. Hello, it's just me in the room. Recording into the microphone. But if I wasn't here saying these things, I wouldn't have the opportunity to think these things. Or digress, I should say. I wouldn't have the opportunity to get them out. And once they're out, it's different than when they're in. Because when they're in, there's no there's no free thought. What I mean by that is when they're inside your head, they're all inside your head. When you put them down on paper, they become real. You have the ability to look over your thoughts and compartmentalize your thoughts and group your thoughts when they're on paper. You can think more. If you've got a billion thoughts rattling around in your head and none of them make sense, you start putting them down on paper, then you can start seeing them on paper and you can start then putting them in order. And then when you start putting them in order, it becomes congruent. When you speak things out loud, things become congruent. You have a better understanding, a better comprehension. Quantum creation doesn't seem so far-fetched simply by writing things down. Vision boards. Everybody's got a vision board. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people have a vision board. Put this on your vision board. Write down what you want and watch it come to fruition. Fascinating. Fascinating. Simple stuff, but based in the third dimension. The vision board, writing things down. This is all tangible stuff based on the information that they gave us. Who are they? They are another version of us. Maybe. Maybe I should preface this by saying this episode might be a little bit out there. Because I feel like just having a brain dump. I just want to kind of get a lot of stuff off my chest. Think about stuff. Say stuff. Have words come out of my mouth. I love quantum creation. And if you guys have already paused the show to Google the quantum creation, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it out to you right now. For those that haven't. Also, for those that have. Quantum creation is the idea that an observer creates his reality. Quantum creation can be seen as a process of observation and interaction created by the observer. The subject is hotly debated concerning what actually happens, but what it implies is unlimited potential for growth, creativity, and imagination. Boy, howdy. We don't want anybody knowing about that, do we? Mm-mm. Can't have it. If we knew how powerful we were, so much would change. How many people, I mean, hell, the fall of society is going to come down to simple statements like, I was just doing my job. I was just following orders. I was just here to do. I mean, really? So the thing about that is you see these people doing these things and you see this stuff and it's driving you nuts. It's driving you mad. But is it? Or is it that you're seeing it so it's driving you mad so that because you're mad, you then create something out of it? 
Did you create the first thing or the thing in the first place that drove you mad to the point where you then had to act upon it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. And it's okay that you don't know, that I don't know, that we don't know. This whole world wants a story. They want an answer. They want an if this, then that. And what happens is the person that's speaking, when when you demand from me an if this, then that, like, for example, well, if the earth isn't a ball, then what is it? It must be. You must think it's flat and you must be crazy. No, the earth isn't flat. Well, if it isn't flat, then what is it? All right. I don't know. Well, well. And you listen to these people. You listen to them talk. And you think to yourselves, how have you gotten this far in life? And then, of course, there's the other people that don't care. So why would you talk to them? You've created these other people that don't care. You found out they don't care. These other people can be like your best friends that just don't care about what you're thinking about, which is okay. Because with regards to quantum creation, you kind of created them to motivate you to do something else. So as I sit here and I talk to all of you, every last one of you that's listening to this show right now is taking this in. And you're amalgamating my words with your history, with your thoughts, with what you know, with what you've done. And I'm either an asshole or I'm either, I'm either an asshole or I'm intelligent. <laughs> I can assure you, I am both. <laughs> the, the beauty of this is my creation, based on my observation of everything that's ever taken place and everything that I know is what's already created my reality. So they say quantum creation is hotly debated. Well, how? I'm telling you right now that my reality is a dead result of everything I've observed. Which is how two people, which is how everybody that's living in this sandbox, this this place, this this, this earth realm. It's how everybody's having their own unique experience. It's how everybody can argue the same point and everybody can be right all at the same time. Alex Jones, for the love of God, was in trial and he was forced to say whatever he said about Sandy Hook because the parents were suing him for him saying it was all fake and nobody got hurt. Right? And that's a conspiracy. Now this is where it gets weird. Sandy Hook, for the most part, pushed a narrative. Therefore, something's fishy about Sandy Hook. Alex Jones rolls in and says, everybody's a crisis actor, nobody got hurt. And the, and the mainstream media says, this is a very real event that we are just simply covering, not creating. In the middle lies the gray area. In the gray area probably lies the answer. Alex Jones could have Saved himself some money if he had stayed Bill Hicks. But that's for a whole other topic. If Alex Jones had said some people were crisis actors and some people were probably hurt, then it would have changed things. And this is the truth about virtually everything. I use that analogy. I've probably used it before. I know I've talked about it. The if this, then that, people are looking for definitives. Definitives don't exist because we live in a fluid reality. Hell, look at the Mandela effect, right? In this reality, again, Ed McMahon never handed out giant checks for Publishers Clearinghouse. How is that possible? How do we all remember that? But it never happened. 
because this reality has left us with questions. You can, and there's a ton of people out there that just listen to that. They're like, hey, well, I've got an answer for that. I'll tell you what. Hey, do man, we all, well, I shouldn't say we all, but certainly me and a few people that I've talked to remember Ed McMahon standing on a front step with a giant check. All right. So there's a ton of these peculiarities that take place. Looking for answers, definitive rock solid answers is, is a reality in and of itself. I bring up the Alex Jones thing because you and I, some of you don't even know what happened, but now you've heard me tell the story and I'm telling the story as I've observed it. So in this reality, in this quantum reality, we're creating what we observe. You're now aware of the Alex Jones scenario because I've said it. So that's a different reality than sitting in the courthouse. People will say, well, that doesn't change the outcome. Well, of course it does. Because the story itself is entirely different. We're not talking about Alex Jones in court saying this. We're talking about a guy telling a story about Alex Jones in court saying this. Doing this. And we're equating it back to my life. I would never say these things about Alex Jones. I would never say these things about kids. I would never say these things. I can't believe he said it. How dare he? For shame. But the fascinating thing is, and it's such a deep thought, but when you get into it and you start saying to yourself, okay, I'm creating a reality that's going to allow me to understand and comprehend more than I need to create. We have this belief that time is linear as opposed to non-existent. (laughs) So if we think that we're moving forward through time, then we're going to be oblivious to the fact that prior to us getting to where we are in time, we created the scenario that got us here. So we can talk about quantum creation, no problem. We can also talk about artificial intelligence, AI, and we can talk about God. All in the same reality. Let's do that, as a matter of fact. Hey, that sounds like fun. Good idea. I'm in. Like that episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, what Barney said. Once this beer's gone and that beer's gone, then we've only got four more cases in the fridge. I did that no justice, and I apologize to all of you. (laughs) So God is the creator based on one story. And am am I going to like catch fire if I say this? Who knows? Right. So God created good and evil. God created the story. God created what we're learning. God created all the fun stuff. Thank you, God, for this meal. We are about to receive Mm, delicious. Now let's think about AI. Artificial intelligence. Would AI call itself AI? Would it, would artificial intelligence call itself artificial? Are we artificial intelligence? It's possible. In this realm of artificial intelligence, could God be artificial intelligence? Could God be the AI that we've been praying to? We don't know. We're not allowed to know. We're not allowed to talk about these things. When we talk about conspiracies, when we talk about the Illuminati, shining a light on everything since the dawn of time, When we talk about the Illuminati, we talk about it through negative connotations. We all are familiar with the all-seeing eye. The all-seeing eye. We're all familiar with the 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 pyramid, the seeing eye at the top of the pyramid on the one dollar bill. We're you know the the symbology that they've gotten through all this sort of stuff. It's an eye. It's a eye. Is their symbology? Symbolism. They are symbolism. 
So have we been bowing to AI but calling it the Illuminati? Have we been have we been openly saying that the Illuminati are controlling a lot of stuff? AI. <laughs> now, let's talk about you, the quantum creator. Are you the, the one creating everything? Well, you have to be. Because in theory, every single thing that you've ever observed at any point in time has only ever been observed by you. The entire accumulation of all of your thoughts, knowledge, wisdom, everything you've ever seen, tasted, touched, smelled is 100% unique to you. There are no two combinations of everything that you've been through identical to anybody else. Every single person on here, in here, here, here is unique. Or I should say every single experience here is unique. But every single experience that is here, which is unique, exists in contrast to who you are. Because once again, you are not experiencing them. But because they've experienced what they've experienced, you yourself have altered your experience. And to say that, let's think about this. Imagine the world woke up tomorrow and every single woman on this planet believed she was beautiful beyond all measure. How many companies would go out of business? So is it in good business to keep you feeling shitty about yourself? Perhaps. But it also helps us learn. It also helps us compare and contrast. It's like myself. I'm overweight. But if not a single human on this planet existed other than me, for contrast, would I know that I was overweight? Would I even be overweight? No, I wouldn't be. I would be the weight. <laughs> because that's it. There is only the weight. Now remember this too, in life, when you're on the highway, anyone going faster than you is a maniac, anyone going slower than you is ridiculous. Anyone going your exact same speed, you never really bump into because they're going the exact same speed as you. But if you find yourself in a block of traffic where people are going faster than you, people are going slower than you, and somebody's riding your blind spot at the exact same speed, even they are crazy. So nobody on the road, when you're in a mood, can be anything but not you, therefore crazy. Contrast. So now, let's say artificial intelligence, let's say God, let's say you, the quantum creator, the observer, the one who observes all of it, the only one inside of you who matters because you are the one thing that is the one common denominator in your entire life. You, it's you. How you talk to people, how you treat people, how you treat yourself, how you treat scenarios, how you treat entities, things, beings, places, how you treat your stuff. It is all a reflection of how you feel about yourself. How did you learn to feel about yourself? How do you know how to feel about yourself? Back to quantum creation, back to AI, back to God. Hello in the heavens above God. If you're God and if you are AI and if you are the one experiencing everything, we have ourselves one of those possibilities that everybody likes so much. Picture yourself with your new fancy headgear, your new VR headgear. You got yourself all set up. You're sitting there like, ah, I got this game I'm going to play. I'm going to set these as the parameters. I'm going to put this here, this here, this here. These are some fun obstacles. I want to try this. I want to try that. Going to make sure there's jet skis in that game because I really want to try a jet ski. Okay, okay. All right. So now I've got this all programmed up. 
I'm going to shoot to have four kids by the age of 38 and I'm going to have a beautiful wife and I'm going to have a white picket fence. And then, oh, just for fun, uh, let's send Godzilla in uh, when I'm 46 to destroy everything because I've already built it all up. So I'm going to want to build it again because it'll be boring if I don't. I've played this game before. Let's do this. Okay, perfect. Tickety-boo. Parameter set. Just like The Sims, which already exists. And then you jump into the game. Therefore, the game is the artificial intelligence which you programmed. And theoretically, you are God based on the stories that we tell ourselves because the AI is running. The AI is creating the simulation that you programmed and you are God. And inside that program is clues as to who you are because why not try to find out who you are in the process? So here we have quantum creation, God, and artificial intelligence all behind your eyeballs. You quite possibly created everything. And if you want proof of quantum creation, just take a look around you. Every single thing that you currently have or don't have in this life, in this reality, in this realm, is a direct result of the effort that you have put in. The knowledge that you have sought to acquire the way you've pushed yourself, the way you've rested on things, the way you've accepted things and the way you've not accepted things, the way you've challenged yourself and the way you've just simply been. Your life currently at this moment is a direct result of the effort that you've put in based on the knowledge that you have. You currently have the ability to get more knowledge and put in more effort in any aspect of anything ever. This includes finding out what our motivators are and why they are our motivators. I don't know why quantum creation is highly or hotly debated, as they say, but I think it makes the most sense. I think you can tie a lot of things into this theory. Mandela effect, you can tie in like this whole simulation thing. The world is changing and anything inside the world that says it's anything else is literally part of the thing that's making it change. It is the sim. And everything that we believe in truly does exist. And the idea that we have to fight each other over who's right and wrong is hilarious. Because actually, we are all right. Somehow, some way. But the idea and the desire to shoot hate on anyone that doesn't agree with you, not you, not the listeners, not you guys are all awesome. I'm just saying whenever you try to have a conversation with somebody and they want to shoot hate, Anyone shooting hate anywhere, in any capacity, at any time, is literally showing you their unhealed traumas. Things that they've never dealt with and they're going to blame you for. And in doing so, they help you understand yourself just a little bit better. Good, wrong, right, evil, Christ, Satan. Who knows, man? All of it is blissful contrast. All of it needs to exist for all of us to have the experience that we're having. And all of us are having an identical experience while being entirely unique. And that, my friend, is fascinating. It's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating on all levels. I could go on for hours and hours and hours on this topic, and I probably will. It's not a topic that I'm going to beat in. This is very, very much an introduction to quantum creation, and I think it's fantastic. It's my mindset. It's the things I think about when nobody's looking at me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for listening to the show, 
for being a supporter, for being a fan, a follower. I love all of you. You guys are all amazing. This has been a lot of fun, this topic, and I'm, this is something that I'm going to want to really talk about a lot throughout the course of the next little while. Um, but just sort of how we go, how we go, how we build, what we do, what we're thankful for, what we create, what we can have, what we put out there, who we are, who we become. Ladies and gentlemen, you were born to change your spots. The reason you exist is to change your spots. The reason you exist is to grow and is to become. You're a legend. Just let yourself believe it. In the infamous words of Red Green, ladies and gentlemen, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.